Hi, welcome to Clean Slate, where each and every day is a clean slate. I am Vicki Strine. And I am Joanna Dean. We hope that this is a place where you find motivation towards a lifestyle of clean living with your mind, body, and spirit. Sharing stories of inspiration, hope, and encouragement. Disclaimer, we also plan to share our personal stories and have guests share theirs. We come from a place of authenticity, and with that, some topics may be controversial to some. Well, welcome back to Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna. So, Vicki, what's going on with your spring cleaning challenge? So, I got a little carried away. I actually went out to the garage just to, to find something, and that was definitely not my smallest room or what I had planned on starting. That's a big room. Yes, it's a very big room, especially since there's no cars in our garage. It's more of a storage area. And so one thing led to another. And before you know it, I was out there four hours. The kids were wondering where I was. So that is where I started was my garage. I did take a few before photos in the middle of all that, but I do have some photos, but that's definitely going to take more than a week. That's true. How, how much, uh, how much time are you giving yourself? Well, my goal is to have this done. And again, my garage completely cleaned out. I think I'm going to need a couple more weeks. I did buy a shoe rack to house all of our mini shoes because our shoes are on shelves. So Ian was putting that together when I left this morning. Yeah, very good. Yeah, to put put those kids to work. So the room I picked, I picked... um, I picked my office because that's where I create every day. And um, I was like that that professor that you may have seen in college or in the movies or whatever where <laughs> piles of books and papers. And for the most part, I knew where everything was. But in reality, it was I was drowning. I'm just drowning in stuff. And... Um, and as a homeschooling mom and teacher, um, the, the running joke in the homeschooling community is you can tell how many years you've been homeschooling by the number of bookcases you have. And it, it, it's just ridiculous. So although I doubt I will get rid of a lot of that curriculum because, you know, I'm envisioning homeschooling my grandkids one day or something, um, it doesn't need to be in my office. I agree. I, we have tubs and tubs and tubs of books. And right now they are all upstairs. And my kids are like, can we put these somewhere? But they do not want to get rid of the books. If I was like, oh, let's get rid of, no, those are my favorites. It's very hard to get rid of books. So that is definitely something that I'm going to have to work on. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, and books, I mean, come on. I, I, I could get rid of clothes. I could get rid of um, other types of toys, but the books, that is hard because they all have special memories. They do. I remember reading them. And I remember my kids reading them. I really just would love to have a library in my home. Mm. I need a library with shelves for all my many books. Have you ever been on Pinterest and just typed in libraries? I have. <laughs> oh, I'd love to have some of those rooms. But Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. So there's your assignment, everybody. Go to Pinterest and put in cool libraries, and you'll you'll see what we've been talking about. 
Um, so how about that daily punch? Well, you can look for a free download of the daily punch checklist on the clean slate podcast.com and feel free to download that and use it for your daily punch. Well, let me tell you, um, Vicki designed that and it is adorable. She sent that to me, um, after she created it and I'm like, Oh, I love it. And uh, she is giving that to you for free. So I hope you love it as much as I do because it's just adorable. So have you been doing the Daily Punch? I have made a list of Daily Punch items to do. And I think for the most part, I've gotten those completed. Most of mine are daily tasks that I don't love doing, but I need to have done anyway. So, Mm -hmm. Well, full disclosure, I have failed. Oh, no. For this whole week, I I have not physically been writing it down. It's been more of a mental checklist. But now that you've got this cool checklist, I'm going to download it and definitely use it. Because it's just, it just makes you feel accomplished when you, you check it off or wipe, wipe it clean that you've done it. It's very good. Well, I'm definitely that checkbox person. So you'll notice there are little boxes on there because it's just something so great when you can just check check it off i am too all right so what what are we talking about today well i thought why don't we talk about or talk about what we would tell the younger version of ourselves Ooh, now that's a cool topic um wow will you start what's the first thing you would tell yourself well i was i always think if i could go back and do things over differently what would I do? And I really think I've gotten better as my kids have gotten older. Of course, now they're not home very much, so it, it doesn't really count. But maybe working better with my money and concentrating on experiences instead of things. Mm. That's probably my main thing, I believe, that would do. Yeah, the very first thing that popped into my head was I wish I was wiser with money. I think I spent way too much on things that don't matter that that get old or ruined or destroyed or um but you're right the experiences um by far have been the greatest thing that we'd spent our money on over the years but um you know just being wise about uh cars and homes and you know a lot of those things that do I really need granite countertops or do I really need the really fancy hardwood floors that get scratched up? And, um, you know, it's just, and life takes over and, and you end up, um, doing with what you have anyway, but you're right. I I think I would have been smarter if I could go back, I would be smarter about my investments and, um, Definitely buying used and not new cars um, because I don't think you should put your money into things that go down in value instantly. Well, I can say that this, that our family is definitely the used car lot. If anyone knows us, we look like a parking lot. We all are at driving ages and my husband has a company truck. So I can say though that all of our cars were purchased used. We have cars with very high mileage on them. I think our cars are well over a million miles total. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. So what was the car that in your whole lifetime that has had the most mileage? 
Ooh, I'm not really sure. Trent would probably be better at answering that, but I know most of our cars are well over 200,000 miles. Yeah. All of them. Easy. The highest we went was our minivan. It was our Honda Odyssey, 297,000 miles, and it finally... She she died for the last time we had a proper burial on the Georgia-South Carolina border coming back from a trip. <laughs> I'm just imagining that. Oh, my gosh. I took pictures of it because, I mean, my kids were raised in that van. Every trip we ever took. In fact, we bought that van the day that we found out I was pregnant with our baby, our, our youngest. And... It it was crazy to to go, and that was the one and only new car that we ever bought, and we'll never do that again. Right. Well, I had a couple of new minivans, but as of right now, every Strine member has a used vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I we pride ourselves in in our used cars yeah. for sure. And Trent keeps them running. You can come by anytime and he will be under a car and there will be a hood up. The the wonderful um, benefits of being married to someone who can fix things. Yep. We call him super hubby. Yes, he is the super hubby. Uh, so what's something that you would tell your younger version of yourself? So, you know, the, the other thing has to be um, my eating habits. Sadly. My younger years, my mom was a single mom, and I did a lot of eating out of cans and frozen dinners and McDonald's drive through because it was McDonald's back in the day truly was cheap. You could get an entire breakfast for under a dollar. You know, it was, you know, 39 cent hamburgers and, and it was just, it was cheap back when I was um, a kid. And unfortunately, we, I was an eating out and still am in a lot of ways. And I never created good eating habits. So for my daily punch, um, food is, is always going to be at the top of that because anybody that has struggled with food addiction, although I've never had any sort of disorders or, you know, that people have that fight with. I just love food and I have so many good experiences revolving around food. However, um, at 50 years old, um, and not being the workout queen that I used to be, that it's, I've, I've got all those pounds hanging around and, um, I'm not done. I want, I want to conquer this. I feel like I've conquered so many things in my life, except for my diet. It's a hard thing to conquer. Mm. For sure. Well, you're my inspiration behind that. I, mm, yes, you are because you, you are, you're like my, my hero for real. So I'm not going to look at you cause I'll, <laughs> I'll start crying, but, uh, you have been through so much and you have, shown so much discipline with your food and your exercise more than anybody. I think I, I know, um, with your challenges that you've, you've faced in recent time, recent history, 
But for me, I, I want, I wish I was wiser about food and I wish I had taught my kids to be wiser about food. Yes. Nothing irritates me more than when I see DoorDash come to my doorstep <laughs> because one of my kids has ordered DoorDash. Well, I can say I've never ordered DoorDash. I, I, me either. No. It's like against my religion. Well, my kids actually eat fairly healthy. Now, they're all older now, and so they realize that what they put in affects everything about their day, and they are all pretty conscious about that. So, um, And for me, I feel like it's very sweet of you to say all that, by the way. Thank you. It I has mean, been a challenge because food is such – everything revolves around food. And honestly, I didn't really realize that until the past year now that I've been one year – diabetic, you realize that everything you go to, there is food involved and you have to think about everything that you do when you have diabetes. So it's, it's really hard. Absolutely. And once you realize that our bodies are such sophisticated machines, I mean, we are like a high performance race car, um, with the stresses that we have, the jobs that we have, the kids that we have, the, uh, whatever's going on in your life, what you fuel your body with affects everything. And if you put garbage in, that's what you're going to produce. Right. Well, I will have to say a funny story. One place that we really loved to eat or have loved to eat in the past was a hibachi restaurant. So we went to eat hibachi one day. I'm trying to think. It must have been someone's birthday. It definitely would have been my choice because I know that's probably off limits for me. But we went, and I decided I was going to splurge, and I was going to eat this hibachi fried rice. My blood sugar went crazy for three days. Wow. It took three days for me to get it back under control after eating the hibachi. And my kids looked at my numbers, and they said, I don't think we're going to ever eat that again, realizing that... It affects me in that way, and I can see it, but it does affect everybody in that way. Your body just handles it better than mine does. That's right. That's that's very true. It's like you're you're kind of like this science experiment that everything that your entire family experienced at that moment, it was just measurable. Right. Where everybody else isn't hooked up to 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 your your phone to where you can see where your blood sugar is. It's fascinating because yeah. you're right. It, they still ate the same food. So their body was probably having some sort of reaction or at least down the road it may create. That's why a lot of times diabetes, diabetes shows up later in life. Right. It's because of years of that. But of course yours is not because of, um, your lack of dieting or or exercise and that'll be a, another podcast another that's a very long story so another podcast for another day but yes it's definitely different it's not your typical diabetes so, so you know i've asked vicky if she was gonna share that story down the road and she says she will but it is it's a fascinating story that so you guys stay tuned because um, that will be coming later on because it is, it's, it's incredible. All right. What's that? What's it, another, another um, thing I, that you would tell your younger version of yourself? 
I think this also ties into food in a way. I think that taking care of myself as far as exercise goes, making sure that I was hitting the gym or doing something for myself every single day. I feel like I was that way in high school. I was that way in college, maybe up to the first kid. But somewhere between kid number one and kid number four, not only did that take, I guess, go to the back burner, Mm -hmm. it also got harder. So even when I did exercise, things are different as you get older. And I wish I had kept up with that better. That's that's so wild. I had the exact same thing. I put wiser about exercise. As as we're talking here, I put I put that other item down. So back in my twenties, I you would find me in the gym every day. Every day. Me too. And I I loved the classes. Um I did the step class. I even did jazzercise back in like eighth grade with my friend. Um, with all the uh, old ladies with the, um, oh, Jane Fonda workout right, clothes. Right. Oh, my gosh. The 80s. Yes. Any, they were any, good times, though. Yeah, they were. Good music. Oh, very good music. Oh, we still yeah. listen to 80s music, and and my kids are really good with 80s music trivia. Oh, in that? Oh, we, need to, we need to have a game night. So the exercise, I would... Uh, you know, every time the gym was open, I was there after work and uh, it, you're <laughs> something about getting married and having kids. So, uh, you know, it was okay after the first kid and then had the second kid. And then 14 weeks into having the second kid, I found out I was pregnant with the third kid. So yeah, that's a little close together. And they were all three C-sections. And that C-section really does mess up the abs. Oh, it really does. My first was a C-section. And I was determined that I was not going to have another one. And I remember when I was in labor with my second, well, we think we're going to have to move to a C-section. And I said, no, give me more time. I'm going to do this. Good and for I did. You. So baby two, three, and four were not C-section, but the first one wow. was. Wow. Impressive. See, you continue to impress me. I did not know that. <laughs> you had the V-back. The V-back. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you, they made me be right next to the operating room just That's in right. case there was something. That's right. Yeah. They had scared me um, with the, you know, the whole pops, possible rupture and all this. And I'm like, oh. <gasps> Okay. It is a little scary, but I... Good for you. My C-section recovery, I just felt it was so long. Mm -hmm. And I just really thought, how am I going to do that with a second kid? Right. And then a third kid. And then... So I really, really tried hard to make sure that... Good for you. Yes, that's awesome. So then, you know, somewhere in the time that all of three of my boys were here... I turned back to exercise as a way of sanity. Um, it got me out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was spinning and I was doing some weights and uh, I did tennis for a stretch Ow. there. Yes, I was a doubles tennis player. I was terrible. <laughs> but uh, it's so funny. I got asked to be on a tennis team. Come to find out, they all must have played in Wimbledon because they were fabulous. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You, I, I can't be here. You guys are like professional. And I'm not even quite sure where the ball goes. And they're like, no, you don't understand. We need, you just need to be a warm body. 
We don't even care if you lose. And I'm like, I don't think you understand. I don't even really under know the rules of this game. And they're like, no, please. And can I tell you, we went to become city champions. Wow. Yes. And I, um, I got that, ye- that yellow tennis ball magnet to put on the right. back of my car. It said city champion. I felt like such a fraud. Oh, but they said I was a valuable member of the team just simply for showing up and I couldn't believe it. So I'm like, yeah, that's my story. I, I sported around my city champion magnet for till it fell apart. (laughs) Yeah. They don't last very long, especially here in Georgia. That's right. In that heat. But other than that, exercise has not been a part of my life in a long time. But last night, I laid in bed knowing that we were going to do this podcast today, 945 at night, I ripped the covers off and I lay on the floor and my husband's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to work out. (laughs) So I did some yoga poses and stretching and some donkey kicks. You know what those are? I do. Yeah. I remember donkey kicks. (laughs) I did some donkey kicks and... Um, not an, I've learned not to do, I don't, I don't need to try to run the marathon. So I just did enough. Sadly, um, it really got my blood going and I was up for another three hours. Yeah. It does give you a little bit of an energy boost there. So I'm thinking I might need to move my workouts to the morning. And then you have energy all day. That's the plan. But yeah, so money, it's so funny. We all had kind of the same thing. Money. Um, diet and exercise. Yes. The only other thing I can think of that I personally would like to do, I am a homeschooling mom as well. And I wish I had started homeschooling sooner. I know this is probably another podcast another day, but that is something that I do wish I had started sooner. Right. So it was a good experience for us. Well, and it's so funny when I first met you, um, you weren't homeschooling yet, right? No, I think. No. Yeah. So that was when your third and my third were both in preschool. Yeah. Like two-year-old. We were working on the Elvis lunch. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I miss Elvis. Yes. I don't Uh, think everybody loved Elvis like we loved Elvis. I know. That was uh, very unique, wasn't it? It was. Nobody knows what we're talking about, but that's okay. You know, again, another podcast. See, we could talk for years and never cover everything. So I hope you're enjoying the ride because we certainly are. All right, Vicki, I think we're summed up for today, huh? I think that's, yeah, we've several things. So um, you guys work on your daily punch list every day and I will get um, that download for you posted on our website. That's right. And remember, you can find us on our website, thecleanslatepodcast.com, and also on Facebook and Instagram at Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna. So make sure you DM us on Facebook or Insta and until that website's up and going, and we will we will see you next time. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to listen. Vicki and I plan to be with you every Monday and Friday with a new episode of Clean Slate. 
find us now on Facebook and Instagram at Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna. Find us soon on our new website, thecleanslatepodcast.com. Until next time, every day is a clean slate.